everyone to the Reusik podcast for this week. Today we are talking about the Saudi GP and everything that happened here. So let's just get right into it. So and first thing first, um, uh, after the FP1, we got some news that um, missiles got hit in Aramco oil facility. And, uh, you know, there's some interesting fireworks going on in the same city that F1 was going on. I don't think I've ever seen this. I don't think this has happened before. Uh, I mean, but... this is pretty unprecedented. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what I think is like, um, there, there, there was high priority meetings that went on between the uh, different team principals, between the drivers. But the um, final results came on as... Uh, the race will go on, right? The, as if the show will go on, as if nothing is wrong. Um, and this is just, you know, this just doesn't sit right with me for some reason. What What is your opinion here? Yeah, okay. For some perspective, today is Thursday. And uh, so this was uh, last Friday at night. Yes. Um, and, and the news has just come out that Stefano Dominicali has uh, put out a press release saying that they are considering all, all perspective, you know. Right, um, right. And, and, and the changes are not going to happen over a blink of an eye. Right. Apparently, they are still going to race next year. Right. So, yeah, so, so, so we already know that. So it's yeah. good to know where we stand. Yeah, and well. I, it's just, honestly, I'm kind of flabbergasted thinking that when it was about the Russian invasion, they, yeah. they could decide that, okay, we're not going to race anymore in Sochi. Because you know what? Sochi doesn't pay that much. Of right. Um, that is what it yeah. comes down to ultimately. How much does... Yeah, exactly. what pay. <laughs> and they took the decision, you know, I don't know, within maybe one or two days. And after this much pro- uh, from the drivers, uh, all these meetings going on, there was even like long discussions about the race not even happening this time around. And there was a narrative that if I only went ahead with the race because there was a possibility that the, the Saudi, I don't know, the government or the organizers may not allow some of the people involved with the race leave. Yes, so, yes, that's I what mean, BBC re- reported. And like uh, for the safe return from Saudi of all people involved with the race, the, the race yeah. should carry on. That is scary, isn't it? Like, like I mean, it's it just, should be. Yeah. And, I, I, I just don't understand, uh, you know, <clears throat> except for the money. Uh, right. What's there to <laughs> consider? Yeah, what is to consider here? I mean, okay, you, you even, even I, I'll give that to them that, okay, just let's have this year's race. But to assert that from even next year, the races will go on, that's, that's just crazy to me. I mean, even after they're out of the country safely, then they can take yeah. a farm action at least. It doesn't hurt. Like... It, and, and and it's a bit it's a bit hypocritic uh, hypocritical don't you think like uh, just before the race started you know all the photo ops with no war and stuff like that and uh, even that's sebastian Vettel saying we are not going to race in active war zone i mean this was the definition of all of that but... well he kind of got reprimanded for that he just wrote no war on his helmet and he got reprimanded <laughs> it's controversial to say no war <laughs> yeah, that's where we are now yeah. Well, there are bad hombres on both sides, it seems. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And and, uh, if they just pay the right amount of money, some bad hombres become, I guess. That's what it's all about. It seems like uh, there is no end to this this discussion because, I mean, FIA is kind of 
similarly corrupt as any of the really large sports organizations? <coughs> FIFA. Um, I mean, they, it's not. Oh, know, yeah. yeah. Uh, Definitely. So. But in terms of virtue signaling, all of them are up there. But anyway, let's oh, not yeah. go yeah. to political. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let me let me take another trajectory of the same discussion about right. hosting the race in this track particularly because we have seen a horrendous uh, crash from Mixuma. Yeah. And there was a very similar crash in the um, I don't remember the name of the driver, but I hope doing well. Um, we know so far that Nick is doing well, so that's that's really. But at the same time, there has been questions brought forward by the uh, lot of the drivers who have been, you know, worried about the track layout. That this track is extremely narrow. Right. Considering that they literally, you know, popped up this this track with like one year, and it was not like a, a fixed destination for the race so this was right. like you know uh planned and this layout was uh, so I, I just don't understand that given the lack of the safety uh, apparatus like, yeah on and off the track by the way on and off exactly the track. so at least you know i mean there is another incentive i guess not to race here just i don't know i mean we don't need any more crashes like the yeah, races have yeah, become quite exciting now yeah 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 of course, I completely agree there. Yeah. There is just no reason to race here, right? Um, that's just my perspective, but yeah. Uh, well, there's plenty of, let's just say, millions of reasons to race. Well, yeah. <laughs> millions, but that's about right. We, we should probably focus on the race because, I mean, yeah, yeah this, this is extremely know. frustrating, but uh, if we keep discussing on this, we're just going to get bogged down. And leave, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and yeah, you are right, there's no end to the discussion. Well, then just let's get on the actual racing events that happen, right? So um, first let's get, get into the practices. The main takeaways for me from the practices were Mercedes still having problems. They were still having problems with their pace, especially Lewis. Uh, still George Russell could um, you know, get out some pace out of the car. Maybe his aero setup was better. But um, Mercedes still looked down even in the uh, FP and that basically reflected all throughout the race in quali and in the final race. So what's your thoughts on that and how quickly can Mark turn that around? It's quite puzzling uh, throughout this weekend that Luke was lagging behind Joe so much. Um, and especially in, if he was almost a second behind, which was kind of reflected in the uh, quali results. I mean, I know I'm jumping the gun here, but I think you will agree that the the demons that Mark is fighting it did not leave them throughout the whole and right. uh, the results at the end of the race kind of although I think George has done a great great job yeah you know, pulling the car uh, out of what he loves or extracting the maximum amount of performances out of it. Um, but apart from Mark, I think. What uh, you know, thinking about the, the specific types and, and the structures of the cars this year uh, in the racing events is that um, during the second practice, I think Science was complaining quite a lot that the car is bumpy. Yeah, and you could actually be, like see it during the broadcast that they were proposing quite a lot. Yeah, but interestingly yeah. enough, I don't think you see. At least the Ferraris and the Red Bulls doing that so much in uh, during the race. 
Right, right. So my thoughts regarding that, is it that uh, during the practices, they were trying out a different aero setup just to see if they can maximize their straight line pace. So as we know, uh, Ferraris did not have that much of straight line pace as compared to Red, Red Bull at least. Uh, so maybe they were just testing something out. They figured that it wasn't really worth it and they just reverted back to their original setup. Could it be that? Could be, yeah, you, you could be right. Although I'm, I'm not, uh, we didn't get any statement from Ferrari regarding this. Right. And, you know, magically all the problems of poisoning went away during the race. So you might as yeah. well be right about it. Um, but, I mean, something to consider is also that uh, when we are watching the race, the cars are much more in with all the fuel load, you know, right. for all the right. 50 laps. Mm. Um, mm. So maybe like, you know, there has been a lot of talks, a lot of controversies of the fact that the cars are still heavier. Like this year's car is even almost 50 kilograms heavier than last year's. And mm. maybe increasing the weight is not just because of the downforce leaving, because the more weight you have, it will be easier to keep the, you know, the car kind of um, stuck to the ground. Right. Uh, which should, in theory, benefit, uh, maximize the downforce. But then yeah. maybe getting the car heavy is one way to solve it. I mean, obviously, we are just, you know, armchair. Speculating, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, armchair yeah. experts, yeah. Experts, yeah, exactly. Speaking on how it can be done, and there are much more. Than, Knowledgeable uh, people out qualified. there, I guess. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's my two pennies. Yeah, no, no, no. Ab- absolutely. I, I completely agree. Now, I, I will be I will probably be jumping around a bit here, right? Um, but um, let's take a look at the at the qualifying session, right? Uh from the qualifying session, the main take takeaway was obviously Sergio Perez, right? He at, at a killer last lap, he just snatches the pole from the Ferraris. Um, how good was Telling that you, lap? Yeah. My boy almost made me cry. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, sometimes over the last year, especially uh, during the second and third quarter of the year, it has been a bit difficult to, to keep being a Sergio Perez fan. But right. Boy, oh boy, has it been paying off this year? I mean, <laughs> Checo just like drove the wheels of that car. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And I actually have a point with the broadcasters. We didn't get to see almost eighty percent of his pole lap during yeah. the live live broadcast. I mean, it's just yeah, that is criminal. Watch. That is criminal. I completely agree. I mean, the guy is literally having the lap of his life, the qualifying lap of his life, and you don't even show the majority of that. It's just, I, I can't f- forgive that. Even, right. Yeah, go on. Like we, uh, we, we can follow which driver is doing a great lap just from the F1 app. So we, we could yeah. actually see from the fifth mini sector in the, in, in, the, in the first sector, he went purple, purple. Like he was punching all purple mini sector. Right, right. And at the very end, I just hear Crofty say, ah, Sergio has been on a killer lap. <laughs> and then we just see him, you know, after the Trump 21, he just, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, do you remember last year when, when Max had absolutely banger of, oh, yeah, the end yeah. And, you know, he couldn't finish. Yeah, uh, he could. yeah. We, we actually got to see it and it was so exhilarating to, you know, oh, yeah. to see the machine and the driver kind of being one together and, and, and yeah. in a dangerous lap like that when, you know, the walls are trying to eat you up all the time. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think we really missed out on. Oh yeah, yeah, and and a good thing that you reminded of that max lap. So it's just it was just the same kind of thing, but it's just that all the focus was on Max because the broadcast was on him. 
uh, even the whole grid, the drivers that were uh, being in interviewed at the time on the grid, even they were seeing that monster uh, lab by Max and, you know, kind of reacting to it because the whole focus was on it. Now think how good this could have been if Sergio got that focus. Um, yeah. It just seems like a missed opportunity, even for the broadcasters, because that would be some golden footage. Yeah, but also, you know, you need to think about the Sergio fans, like how many, how many times right. you, you know, reasonably expect Sergio to be on top of Max on pure quality basis. I mean, obviously, it will be great if it happens more often, but I just uh, yeah. call me a pessimist, but I don't see it happening very often. Not because Sergio is not qualified to have a pole there, but he's competing against one of the best of this. So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it, it just, it, it was painful, but it was definitely, definitely really, really, um, it, it made me really happy. To, to oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even, but, even people that are not hardcore Red Bull fan or whatever, even they will be pleased for the guy because he's a veteran. He has put his, put his time in and he deserves a moment like that. Like, he has never been in pole before and this is first time, I mean, in this tough lap, with Ferrari engines gunning all over the place, he, he deserves it more than anyone else, I would say. Yeah, oh, yes. for sure, for sure. Uh, okay, let's just um, switch our conversation within the quality, but some other takeaways from it, right? The main uh, quote-unquote shocking news was that uh, Lewis getting out in Q1, right? We kind of touched on it earlier. Um, perhaps the same car troubles were bothering him during the... Um, qualifying as as well, and he had to get out. And uh, some of the casual fans that did not follow the um, uh, free practice sessions, they they were horrified and surprised that you know how could Lewis be out? I mean, are you following his cars? <laughs> it's not looking no, good. I have watched. I have watched not totally in, but some of the uh, at least some part of all of the practices. Right. And I'm not kidding. I lost. I, I, I saw Lewis getting out at 15 and, and by who? By Stroll. Really, <laughs> yes. That's, I, you know, it's a, it's a Mercedes powertrain car right. getting knocked out by a Mercedes customer team who were absolutely nowhere. Yeah. And yeah. by driven by Stroll. Oh, God. Just, <laughs> mm. I mean, obviously, uh, you and I both know we, we like to root against the top dog. Uh, right. We like to root against Lewis, not because you know, we don't want him to say it, but because... But it's just, he's the best. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm not saying you cannot be a fan of this guy because he's absolutely, the, you know, the, the probably the best representative of, of his best folks. Uh, I don't know, persona in the, in the race. He's a great human being, nothing against him. Yeah, nothing he's against him. He's just too yeah. good, man. And, yeah, he is you know, too good. That That's why it's fun to root against him. Like Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, it's just fun to root against him. And oh my God, was <laughs> I happy when he was knocked out. I mean, oh not because, God. you know, I have anything against it. Let's just make it clear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just that um, as a very small part of me still wanted him to really carve through the whole, you know. The whole grid and like, coming the, back. Exactly. Yeah. What we saw in Brazil last year, it was right. that race, the Brazil race. It's from the back of the grid. In the and and winning, winning in the main race, like, he almost seemed like, you know, one of those, the, the last bosses in, in a game where you just yeah. can't, can't win against him. Yeah, you just can't win. Yeah, he yeah, was. just absolutely amazing. Do you, do, you, do you remember the meme called Darth Lewis? So oh, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. he was Darth Lewis last season. Yeah, you yeah. just can't he win. He was pretty much inevitable. 
Yeah, he was inevitable. He's too strong. The force was too strong with him. He just can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um and and to to be very honest, a small part of me definitely wanted that to happen again. Right. Um but unfortunately, the marks, you know, they they're just not at, at that level at this time. I mean, there is a lot of time left in them and they have the, you know, the personnel, they have the uh, resources to bounce back and, and right. pull off something like that. we have seen that happen quite a few yeah, times yeah, over the years definitely but what interested me about this getting knocked out is that right away jensen button pulled up a season um so the last time when lewis got knocked out of u1 or should i rephrase it that lewis did not take part in q2 of a quali season was in right. 2017 mm-hmm. um because he crashed in q1 right so right. that was not on merit he just crashed yeah the yeah. last time on merit Lewis Hamilton was knocked out of Q1 it was 2009. Oh my god. That's a staggering that, stat. That, that I mean, staggering. Yeah, yeah, that is staggering. That is some but you know like if anyone can get out of this situation it is it is the marks, right? So you will you will oh, have yes. no other team here that can get out of a trouble like this, right? So yeah, so this little break they are getting after Saudi, it might be good for them. And uh, in Australia, we we can see a totally new setup of uh, Mercedes cars. Yes, right? I mean, just imagine how amazing it will be if, if we have six drivers going yeah. for the race wins. Oh that's, yeah, that that's just cool. amazing. And and yeah. going for the race wins, like you said, in that same note, you know. Um, there's some new dynamics that uh, we we can see this time this season right so uh, it's it's no longer the case that once you passed a car that means uh, you have safely overtaken and the and the guy behind you cannot catch up it's no longer the case even if you overtake you have to watch your back it is because perhaps uh, turbulences are low uh, uh, behind the cars because of the uh, change in the setups of the cars right because of the new regs but i am absolutely loving this that um, you know you are not safe even if you over overtake a car and you have to build up a considerable lead before you can feel safe and definitely you cannot keep a position up just uh, you know you you cannot uh, you cannot uh, take the lead just before a drs zone started we have seen that uh, multiple times from uh, charles and uh, max both in bahrain and here right and it it was absolutely breathtaking to watch and we saw kind of when um max just held off a little bit late the ferrari of charles leclerc going first in the drs zone and then came in with the drs right uh, what what are your opinions on that and in my opinion it has made racing even better that even overtakes cannot save you it's just it's just awesome what do you think yeah for sure i mean you know or the more overtakes the better but like okay so the, the, there there are a couple of things i i would like to you know uh, bring up regarding right. that sure, and maybe sure. i i can also get your opinion on that so right. the first thing uh, is that in the previous we have seen maybe lewis beats max so sometimes they just have the car they will put the car on pole right. and they will just drive away it's like a race yeah. like you can imagine hungary last year or right. maybe zanvo right so they were on pole and after lap 1 it was just see ya and and yeah. that was that so unless the driver made made a mistake yeah. uh, like the race win was was almost gone after qualifying 
yeah. But this season, at least, I mean, obviously, there's two races, and both are very different tracks, different different types of corners. Yeah. Twenty-seven. Um. Um. So I, I feel like uh, too too early to, to call it, but then. Uh, that we have seen this much wheel to wheel between yeah not just in the at the top but also you know throughout the midfield oh yeah uh, it it seems like that kind of advantage like unless you have absolute dominating uh, advantage over your power yeah it's just it, it feels like that kind of day at least is a bit far away because the right. developmental race is going on and um you don't really know what's going to happen six rows and yeah. like we are we are in the very uh, new race era so yeah. usually what happens is in a few months um the the, the the top teams they will figure out so many different aspects to make the cars go faster right. um so at least one of the team will kind of emerge as as the victors let's say at least for a couple of months yeah um but the, that actually hasn't happened which is, which is really really awesome for, for now at least for the fans yeah um, so, you know different drivers from different teams are actually going for them yeah but you're also right that um, just making an overtake has not been like a killer punch. Yes. So yes. we have seen that in Bahrain where Leclerc baited Max three times. Got it. And Max actually cooked up his tower tire. Yeah. Uh, he fell for it by the third time. Yeah, he fell for it. And oh boy, where were we disappointed about that? I, I still remember the Grand Stage sitting there. In the- <laughs> oh, all the Dutch fans there. Going for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's like, oh no, oh, he locked up. That's it, it's done. And but, all, the, all the Ferrari fans on the stand just beside uh, us, they are going crazy <laughs> every time yeah, that happens. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a great atmosphere. But anyway, um, <laughs> but, but if we go back one year, just one year, um, so the opening race of 2021 season, yeah, we have seen Lewis and Max battling it out. Yep, it was the end of the, the end of the race, it was four or five laps from, from the end where. Max made a definitive pass on Lewis at turn four. Right. And then he had to get the position away. Yeah. yeah. He could not follow Lewis after that because his car <laughs> this is too was fast. really yeah. warm. Yeah. He, actually, his car was like, a, his, a, his brake temperatures were too high. So he had to cool it down and he could not follow because it was the problem of all the previous generation's car. Because mm. the outwash from the front wing and yeah. the diffuser, it was too dirty. Yeah, the dirty so air used, and the, yeah. Exactly, it could not be cooled. Yeah, and yeah. this season, so that, that's one of the reasons where the cars have been able to follow each other even after after the overtake, after the overtake has been made. Like lap after lap, they're just following each other, and so yeah. far there has not been big issues. Uh, you know, the temperatures or even yeah. the tire temperature or right. the tires are not degrading enough so that they can keep attacking. So that's yeah. that's definitely like you know uh, enhance the racing perspective. Absolutely. But where I have my axe to grind, and you can you jump in on this, right. uh, is the DRS zone. So right. We have seen in Bahrain, and also the same here in, in, in Saudi, is that there are back-to-back DRS zones, which are kind of the relic of the previous generation car, because, you know, right. they were, right. Right. They, they did not allow you to race very closely for a long time. So what they did is they put two DRS zones back-to-back with the heavy braking zone. So what happens right. is you can catch up with the car in front with the first DRS zone, with the effect of the DRS, mm. and then you can brake late so that you get really close to that car, and then you can overtake in the second DRS. 
so then you right. don't have to follow right or you don't have to sit behind the car in, in front for too long right but right. what's happening here is we still have those long dearest films and yeah. then you know you have this uh, strategy coming up of bait and switch where you are baiting yeah. the other driver to overtake you in the first year so yeah and then yeah. you overtake them back <laughs> yeah it is we have in yeah, it have, is inconsistent but it is fun to watch i will give you that but it cannot be the optimal uh, optimal you know strategy or not even yeah, strategy yeah. the it cannot be the optimal race setup uh, as a, as a competition because any time any time someone baits them someone else to win and uh, they purposefully slow down or they purposefully uh, nerf their speed or anything like that just to win that is that is not good enough i i feel like so you are absolutely right, right even though the cars have been really good the new rec cars the less dirty air the less uh, turbulence will be behind so cars are being allowed to follow closely and all that stuff those are really good but how the drs zones are being set up that has to be looked into by the fia i think in all the tracks now i mean if these two um, tracks are any indication this is going to happen often um so it's it's just something to think about for them i guess because it cannot be good if, for the racing if i is listening i have right. a solution right so they want to get rid of all the drs zones in, yeah but the drivers themselves have said like uh, max has said so that it it would have been impossible for him to overtake the uh, shark um yeah. uh, you know and 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 in in in, in some uh, examples um like the last overtake from Ocon on Lando it was mm. it was the last corner of the last lap and right. he just he just got him um all all because like he did not let or, or he did not go he did not go for the overtake the first year and he Correct. got Lando in, in the end um so Correct. so it's it's like you you will you will see a you'll see a lot of stuff happening from now on where drivers purposefully slow down in order to have the oh, last yes. drs zone for themselves which is not good yes. i mean it's just so what it's what they should do you know they should right. have two drs line right and the drs should be activated only when the fast car is on the fast drs line or at least you know has, has reached the fast drs line and the second car has not so in huh. that way you can create some gap between the two cars right so then you you make sure that the second car is not giving up only position it has to give up significant position to not have an advantage so right i mean it's just it's just on the top of my head the yeah solution Speeding yeah up. yeah i i i completely agree on on on, on that and that's a very viable solution as well i mean hope something along those lines are taken up because you know uh this is a thing that can you know that can magnify in the future and it won't be fun to watch anymore once everyone starts doing this thing right because f1 will start finding you know yeah you know what we have together made it great again great again yeah yeah we are the you know elect for us <laughs> for f1 towards i guess i don't know for what yeah and and on that note like it, how did you enjoy the alpine ah i was going to just say that thanks for bringing that up i mean that was probably for me the highlight of the race and it's it's absolutely great for f1 if a mid um, mid grid middle of the grid midfield fight between the two te- teammates who are allowed to fight first of all that big becomes the becomes a big show 
right and these kind of goes along with the points that we we were making earlier that uh, this time around just because you make an overtake that doesn't mean it's over and we saw that time and time again with uh, ocon and uh, alonso right so they kept going back and forth because their cars are probably cars are exactly the same the setups are probably uh, suited to their own uh, choices so they they have equally powered cars going at each other for the whole time and the best thing you know the best thing about that is the team did not interfere even the uh, even the uh, even the team boss the... said on the uh, on the commentary team uh, when when they asked asked about it he just said that you know i just want them to race for now because it's great yeah and i agree know, it's it's the uh, well okay all right i, I mean obviously it, it gave us a great show it was extremely exciting to watch um you know and and they, even the broadcaster they didn't care about what's going on with max or charles or or what uh, you know checo will do they were right. here to help yeah. i think for like seven eight laps <laughs> it was absolutely spectacular i have to yeah. give it to them but um the thing is it's 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 the start of the race right you are on on medium tires <laughs> and uh, you know you, you you regardless of where you uh, finish the race where in ocon's case he came sixth right. i mean probably the best he could this have done this is not bad i mean uh, yeah given the car yeah um but still like shouldn't shouldn't try to maximize points from a team perspective like playing together instead of destroying each other's tires well, don't other bring all these pra- pragmatic logics to my fantasy I mean I was living in a fantasy land when you were bringing logic and practical well, pragmatism to it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I I I hear you, but it was also quite difficult to live in the fantasy because the team owner was I mean the team boss was Otmar Sofnar. Right. And the cars looked pink. pink. And yeah. the driver was Ocon. I mean and it was not forcing them like okay guys, what's going on here? But it was confusing as hell. Right. Um, and and you know and and the last time when otmar was trying to you know be nice between the two drivers of his team driving a pink car and one of the driver was okon right. it did not go so well yeah 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 um, of course yeah. absolutely <laughs> but yeah i i completely agree that teams should ideally look to you know increase their chances in terms of points and their total team points and all their good stuff i completely agree but it was fun to watch boy it was fun okay. to watch okay okay yeah and and But, the I mean, yeah, and and like you said uh, i mean because they were fi- fighting among themselves so much i mean the the drivers be- behind them caught up to them quite easily right oh yes yeah like all of a sudden both us and and both us and came back yeah yes i yes. mean you know yes. you and, and i think both us got past ocon pretty pretty easily really yeah and we have seen came back you know it's his result was or no also was 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 pretty okay by the end of the yeah, race, although he he was two points two points or two points for Haas I mean uh, yeah and for Gunther who knows <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah yeah so yeah I mean maybe they have hurt their chances I, I mean we we don't really know if uh, if it, that that racing had anything to do the reason why uh, Alonso had to retire I mean his car right. kind of gave up towards the end yeah but yeah. It was fun to watch. I, I mean, give yeah, you you have to give give them that. That was that was crazy, crazy. <laughs> But yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. So since we are discussing about team orders, mm-hmm. um, what do you think was going to happen if, let's say, uh, Sheko did not? Oh, well, he did not actually mess up. Uh, right. He 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 was kind of 
bad luck out it was of the just victory. a bad luck it was yeah, just so a like, bad luck yeah. what would have happened uh, during the race restart uh, when yeah. like after the safety car when the, uh, charles team then yeah. we have man science and check and checo was still third because he overtook you know science during the safety yeah. period but we will probably get to that later Uh, right. what would have happened do you think if would have overtaken max mm. do you think at this stage given that none of them had any points because of both yeah. dnf last last race uh, would red bull allow uh, i think they would race I, as a fan as a fan of the sport i would like to oh. think that they they would just allow them to race and uh, now if if optimistic for yeah, i know i know i'm probably a bit naive Uh, but the thing is if if they continuously saw that uh, max was uh, getting close and probably overtaking couple of times and um, maybe perez wasn't keeping up then they would just take a call uh, uh, especially if the ferraris behind were getting close to them so uh, was, in that you, case you were still entertaining there was a uh, chance that there, they would let them there was a chance of marketing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i am because these are the early days like they are both on zero points what do they have to lose I mean, yeah. if Perez wins it, fine. Let let him win. Maybe Perez is the next Max. I don't know. <laughs> Anything could happen. It's a fun, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Well, yeah. That that. And it's the same be. thing. You know, you, you can imagine with signs and shots. So like, right, right. I know it's the same equation. Not been uh, qualifying as well as Charles, but last season we have seen in couple of races where signs was faster than Charles. Yeah. And there were situations where uh, I don't remember which race was Qatar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, Science was on on a fresher tire, right? And also a softer compound, just behind Charles. And then he was saying, "Oh, I can go and hunt down Lewis, guys. Can you <laughs> right. can you you know make that happen?" Right. And right. it was interesting. Ferrari kind of complied, but then again, they were not really fighting for race wins in that in that season. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens now because Charles is definitely, you know, leading. Let's say the driver battle in Ferrari. Yeah, and they yeah. have been, you know, singing all Kumbaya and everything. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah, when situation yeah. arises, when Lewis is behind George and. <laughs> right. ahead of shala just i'm just I mean, what happens yeah but but uh, early days maybe there is a chance of you know a bit of fair play from the teams but as the season pro- progresses uh, according to the point structures and stuff like that those mm-hmm. equations will change but for the early days call me naive but still i'd like to believe that they they will try to keep it as fair as possible unless they are jeopardizing their team points you are taking the taking the drama away from them. come on <laughs> don't have that many missiles right right <laughs> wouldn't that be something <laughs> to see a few missiles overtaking cars yeah <laughs> azerbaijan is at war right now so right yeah yeah. yeah yeah let's see if something happens ah <laughs> uh, anyway anyway we were just talking about uh, sergio then let's let's just get into it man I mean, I I know you were devastated, and and a few few the phone fans in general were kind of sad for Sergio as well. It just couldn't be any any worse timing for that uh, safety car to happen for for him. And uh, you know, Ferrari, I I gotta give it up to Ferrari there because they you know they made a call to Charles to box to overtake, and uh, you know, uh, Red Bull beat the beat the bet, you know. It was Charles. It was Charles who came on. I, at least that's how it played out on, on the broadcast. Right. So we don't have mm-hmm. to see him uh, 
uh, I don't know the exact story, but the right. way it was shown that Shahrukh came in and said, uh, "Box to overtake." Right. And then uh, engineer confirmed that yes, box to overtake. Yeah. And then he didn't, and obviously, right. uh, since Perez was in front of him, yeah. Yeah. I think the understanding was whatever Paris is going to do, they'll do the opposite. Uh, Charles yeah. would not. So it it was not a bluff because the Ferrari P2 was out in the day with tires. Yep. And yep, that's true. It's illegal to do that, at least according to you know rules. Uh, according to the rules, you are not allowed to take tires and crew out if you are just bluffing. Right. So I think it was just uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was just a call to do something opposite because. I mean, Perez is one guy who can look after his time long. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. you don't want to let, let him do that. Yeah. So your strategy should be try to influence the pit early, as early as possible so you can either undercut or overcut. And, yeah. And the Ferrari had the pace. So there was, I understand their strategy. But at the same time, I mean, Red Bull, come on. You won a whole championship based on the fact that Latifi cannot, you know, he just... Like the walls, I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Latifi yeah, take it was, and Latifi give it, right? I, I mean, guess, yeah. he was still on the race, so we should have waited for him to crash. I mean, what he and, and, and the a, yeah, right. And in a track like that, I I would imagine at least one safety car. In a in a track like uh, like in Jeddah, we have there would yeah. be one safety car. That's a safe bet, right? And yeah, it's just. <laughs> I mean, for Chico, it was kind of. You know, damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. Correct, correct. And I think it was the same for Charles. And he, yeah. he came out on top all because of the fact that Latif did not crash in the right. uh, sorry, it did, did crash, crash. Yeah. between the time that Checo pitted and Charles yeah. didn't because yeah. he was coming in next lap. Correct, 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 correct. So I mean it, it could all have been quite different um had he not crashed. At that particular and, time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it was so Gutridge, yeah, to watch that unfold. I mean, that guy, he, yeah, cannot he catch a break, break man. man. Can't catch a break. It's just too sad. Like, but yeah, it was P3 perfect. And, but, the, and uh, the engine stalled on him in Barry. Yeah, yep. And now yeah. this. Uh, yeah, on. it's it's just bad luck. Okay, uh, so speak, speaking about this yellow flag, right? Uh, that happened during this race. So, um, did you notice that issue when? Uh, Lewis's engineer called him to pit, but he was already past the pit pit exit, and he said it's too late, man. And after that, the yeah. pit pit lane closed because Ricardo's car was uh, kind yeah, of stalled. In the Mercedes does not have a description. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. You can see exactly where the card is. You were calling the, you know, you were giving a late call, and and Hamilton kind of suffered for it because you know he, he couldn't get yeah, that and, fit in. And and the and the really funny thing is, mm-hmm. Alonso was trying to lean back to the pits, and right. then he just couldn't. And yeah, he, he, he went just left the, You know, <laughs> yeah, he, he he went into pit entry that that service road, and he just yeah. couldn't move forward. And right. that that was it for him, but yeah. there was there was plenty of room in front of him to go inside the pit. So within yeah. that time, um, yeah, it was. Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm, even sorry, though, sorry. Uh, I'm actually wrong. He actually went inside it, and then he parked on the left side. So there was it. plenty of room on his right to go yes. inside the pit. So the entry was not closed. And right. I think it was Hulkenberg either came I, back or someone. Yeah. 
that they no, they, they back, did go came. in they did, uh, yeah, two, so two they people did go, did in. go in yeah 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 oh you know what i think it was bottas he went in and just retired yeah but possibly yes and halkenberg did it and there was a report but then within like few seconds of it uh, yeah. ricardo's car also yeah shut the and then at that spot exactly and he parked in front of the pit lane yeah the mercedes was right between them so he could have easily gone in he could have got in and and after the ricardo car, car got stalled in that place then then and only then did the uh, you know the stewards call that the pit pit entry is closed because it was yeah. not officially closed before that so and technically it could be against hope that it would close right away like i did not want anyone else you yeah. know jump check at that point i was like <laughs> the moment the safety car happened i my heart just said oh no oh no it, yeah it's yeah just, it's, it's just that feeling yeah yeah ah. I mean, it's just sad it 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 was it was you can imagine how 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 it was race yes but then Let's not go there. Let's not go yep, there. yep, 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 yep. Okay, let's just uh, change our topic to um, maybe some of the po- po- positive stuff, right? So, um, Haas scores points again. Not the missiles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not the missiles. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's just go into KMAG and Haas scores points again. Although they had a bit of setback in terms of Mick not being able to race. Uh, his in car was fact. literally split in half right yeah oh yeah <laughs> i was so afraid i mean yeah um for make yeah last it was time scary I, yeah i mean last time we saw this large crash i think it was grojon's crash grojon's crash and yeah. i mean uh, watching that unfold it kind of um you know it, it just like anytime any large crash happens after that it i'm kind of just reminded of how bad it could go for the driver oh yeah we don't you know the the track is narrow as hell so yeah. even the ambulances cannot reach the driver as soon as possible right right even when we saw there we were calling out like where the hell is the ambulance like yeah yeah, yeah right even the safe uh, the medical, medical car, car. Yeah. took took some time because you know there were other cars on track and uh, i mean i think it was at least 10 15 minutes that we didn't know what's going on um, yeah. and i think gonter was already on on, on the broadcast and he was saying that Uh, all the telemetry and everything has stopped because the crash was you know so heavy that they yeah. don't have any communication and we did not see like you know me coming out of the car he was yeah that there. was scary it just seemed like he's still really scary yeah. Yeah. yeah and i was watching this f1 tv uh, broadcast and julian parmont just kept saying ah oh, well this is really uh, like a moment where uh, you feel afraid Mm. and he was trying to trying to reassure but at the same time like the gravity of the situation is makes you you know think think the worst kind uh, yeah of course all the things that can a, go bad yeah for a high g force crash like this you you always think of the worst uh, and i i think uh, i think kind of uh, a good job by the race directors by the f1 you know race directors there or the sky directors whatever you are supposed to call them whoever directs the broadcast that uh, that decision to not show that crash immediately again because uh, knowing the severity of the crash uh, i don't think viewers would have preferred to see something gruesome there and they took the yeah, call to not you're right show. you're absolutely right yeah because when rojan's car went up in flame we saw it vividly for 15 minutes without even not 15 minutes at least for 5 minutes without right. yeah he's okay or not yes and that's horrifying that's horrifying for everyone to see see it like like that similar situation happened that 
with uh, in the in the uh, euros uh, we have a e- euros with uh, with the player from denmark right um christian ah the christian so, oh yeah. god yeah that was I mean, they were zooming in on it yeah it's hell? like what the hell just cut the broadcast go to advertisement earn some money i guess i don't know why are you showing me this? yeah so yeah. I, i still remember we were horrified like am i watching a death here on live tv oh, to watch god. a game i mean yeah. what the hell yeah it was well, a horrific yeah but uh, yeah. in both cases things turned out to be okay so obviously pumped about that so yeah thank god right and thank yeah, the doctors exactly. of course yeah uh, let's uh, let's talk about okay uh, and and the mix car will cost about 1 million for us i mean that's natural <laughs> the car literally you know got sawed in half as if it's like right yeah i mean yeah. every time there is a crash they keep saying things like that so you um, george crashed into then yeah. mercedes was saying oh this crash on a cost of 1.6 million right right um, um it's just that okay you have like i don't know when when they are bringing in updates to it right. and obviously the monocoque is not built or or you know the suspensions are probably not will bring a large update once or twice as Hmm. So I just feel like those should be in the in the chain, right? Right. I right. Mean, you should account for that. There have been another update. Yeah. Let's say a few races down the line. So right. if you have a spare car available, understand why it should cost you one million. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a fair point. Uh, But yeah. maybe they're just saying like, okay, the developmental cost and the wind tunnel and everything else, like. Maybe they're just scaling it up. Shock factor. I don't. Know. Maybe just... it's it's all about PR as well. Let's not f- yeah, forget that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And well, and uh, I think I that's why we are racing in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> we race for as one, no, not as one, mm-hmm. but for something else. Anyway, <laughs> let's just move on from uh, from Haas for now. Right. So now for kind of a, I mean, to me it was kind of sad. Uh, to see the situation of the McLarens, right? As we have talked earlier, Ricardo's car kind of gave up within the race. Uh, even for Lando, I think he has done the best he can with with that car. But the most intriguing part when I was uh, watching his interview after the race um, on F1, right? Uh, he was kind of see, saying that um, you know he seemed kind of down first of all, and when the presenter asked him like. Uh, you know the only way from here is up right like a light hearted question and lando went into serious mode saying no i can't say that i mean for us it it could be more down as well from now and presenter was kind of you know uh, imbalanced by that response he said no no i mean i don't mean it like that and he he kept justifying it saying that no no we we are not in a good position at all uh we have a lot of work to do i mean we can go further down if we are not careful and stuff like that and uh, for the legacy racing team like a older team like uh, mclaren to see them in this situation it's it's kind of it's kind of odd right um and it doesn't help that they are on on the mercedes power train which themselves are not going doing good this season not that good right and on top of that it seems like they have some aero related issues on the car as well like some other setup related issues so what what do you think can can they do something well be, before ricardo's uh, home race in australia i don't really know if they're if they have planned to bring more updates before australia because i know that they did not bring any update at all so it was the same car this right. weekend as it was in the bahrain weekend um i did not really hope for any any better results from them 
but it mm. was somewhat better that compared to the bar end it was a which was a positive thing yeah um and you kind of have to consider that uh the the, the tracks are kind of different so the bar end track and saudi track different and australia track is even more i mean yeah. obviously that one is also very fast and with some fast corners and mm. uh, two slow corners so in that way the cars which can with the fast corners well they will perform better but i mean judging the performances so far of the mclaren i don't think um it, it can just be a track layout related issue or it's just, it can just be a setup related issue they have the sugar coated they have dropped yeah um, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not really sure how far it will take um, uh, for them you know, to, you know, the come season, back into you know? the mid mid table yet. Just come back to yeah. the mid table. Yeah. Yeah. They are uh, kissing the back end of the grid now. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's sad I mean, stuff. I, I, I don't. You know what? Okay, bold prediction time. Right. Bold okay. Bold pessimistic prediction time. <laughs> right. um, before the summer break, um, I think they are not going to score any points. How about that? Hmm. Before the summer break, um, so is is, is there is there any sprint the race? Is there any sprint race before the summer break? Always. Do we even have sprint races? We probably do. I don't think we have. I think all the sprints are cancelled. All right, that's that's supposed, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were supposed good. to be three sprint races, uh, including Bahrain, but I think all of them were at least not confirmed. So okay, okay, I that's good. There will be in the sprint. Right. We'll so. So yeah, yeah. So the thing is that, like you said, I don't think they they can be on the top half of the grid before the summer break. It's just too uphill a battle for them, and I think there are other teams uh, that will that they see, will. You can also yeah. agree with me. Something. Yeah, uh, I I don't think they will score any points. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just not looking good for them. I I would love them to, but you know, it is what it is. It is the sad truth, I guess. I mean. Yeah, I mean there are other teams that can improve. Like uh, I think Aston Martin even has a better potential to improve. Uh, oh yeah, they are going to improve next week, hopefully with Vettel in the house. Exactly, exactly. Holy hell! Can you yeah. can you just not be that bad? Yeah. Honestly. Oh god, yeah. that team is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, spirit, I, I don't even want to go into discussing <laughs> Aston because you know what. Alfa Romeo used to be that team who used to get the participant. Yeah, but they're good this time with Bottas. I, I yeah. like them. Yeah. So I think Aston and and Williams this time around, maybe even McLaren. Yeah, they, yeah. They qualify for the participants. Correct, correct. They are pro- they are definitely the eighth, ninth, and tenth. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad to see McLaren in that situation. We are quite used to see. Williams there now, but McLaren. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's just switch gears. Um. Uh, did you listen to Gasly's some of Gasly's comments on his situation, his intestinal pain? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't catch uh, whatever trouble he was having. But right. I, I yeah. keep seeing that he was getting overtaken by Lewis first, then by K Mac, right. then all by Bottas. Like he was giving up positions left and right. Right. And I was like, what is going on? Either there is like again a power unit trouble. Yeah, I was thinking the same. To... I thought it was the yeah. Red Bull power unit problem all over again. Yeah, and by the end of the race, when we heard the radio, he's in extreme pain. And yeah. it, you know, strangely enough, it has been, I don't know, four, four days now. And yeah. we haven't really heard what happened. Like, if he's okay or, you know, what was the trouble? 
I mean, yes. all all I knew was it is an intestinal travel sort of a thing. It's just like mm-hmm. maybe something simple as food food poisoning, maybe something, but who knows, oh, yeah. right? But he was right. in extreme pain. Like he was screaming on the radio. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, unbearable. Was, I, I I can't I can't keep myself in fun. It's probably right. a bit. Yes, see. Yeah, exactly. I was waiting for that by the way. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Well, well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last topic, right? Uh let's go out on a lighthearted note. Okay, how Ferraris, how good are they and how good they will remain for the rest of the season and will they be the constructors champion this year? Bold prediction oh, time. Oh god, you like yes. <laughs> you know. Proverbial jumping the gun. Oh yes, yes, yes. I I am calling it, man. I am calling it after two races. <laughs> oh god. Okay, here we go. Well, I have called before any of the races taken place. I right. called the drivers' championship for Sainz. Right, um, right, right. You now did, after you two did. races, uh, it seems it's probable, but it's yeah. uh, it's it's a bit unlikely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit less sure now. But it's probable. Yeah. It, happen. it I mean, can happen. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in a yeah. good car, but he's the in second driver. No? Kiki Rosberg <laughs> won the championship by winning one race. <laughs> right. I don't know. Right. You know, I, mean, I, I I think I was just seeing one post in Reddit a couple of hours ago saying that okay, uh, it's all over 80s again. Uh, we have one country. Uh, we have one race cancelled because the country invading another. Right. Uh, which was Argentina back then. Right. Um, then we have. What was that? We have besides strike or so? no? So sorry, uh, we have drivers uh, talking about not participating or right. holding holding off of race, yeah. uh, which was also because of pay dispute back then. Yeah, um, yeah. and we have a race in uh, in Vegas. Uh, yeah, was also a thing back then. I mean that track. If you have seen, oh, from that yeah, track, was, yeah. I, I just it's seen basically oh god, just a box. Yeah, I was winning, winning, you know, racing like a maniac in a box. <laughs> yeah. Well, well um, yeah. so yeah, so we have all of that. Um, yeah. So maybe in the same fashion, we will have a drivers' championship. Uh, drivers' champion who win the championship only one race, just like right. Rosberg did. Well, if that happens, I'm, I'm rooting in... for Chico. Come on, yeah. <laughs> this is the year, son. I mean, you're old enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he is old enough, definitely. <laughs> well let's let's end on this fun note i mean uh, i i think this this has been a good uh, episode for us well oh, everybody yes. we don't get missiles every every week oh so yeah yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> well mean, you know it was bright lots of smoke i mean whatever you want from, looks you know. look like for firework a lot of light I oh mean. yes it was yeah. yeah it was hot it was smoke show <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly a smoke show yeah true true Well, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I have been Argo. This has been Shubhan with me. Come back for us next week, and thank you for listening. Bye bye.